Welcome to Praying the Word, a daily podcast to equip, unify, and encourage the church. Let's open our Bibles and pray together. Today, our reading comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 7. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, these are two verses that, you know, if I'm reading through the Bible and I come to these, I'm probably not going to typically pray through, but I just want us to give some thought and prayer to these today. So hear the word of the Lord in chapter 7, verses 8 and 9. God's word says, I say to the unmarried and to widows, it is good for them if they remain as I am. Verse 9, but if they do not have self-control, they should marry since it is better to marry than to burn with desire. God, as we consider your word today, we see that it's a message to the unmarried and to widows, to those that have lost a spouse. And Paul says it is good for them if they remain as I am. And what we understand from your word is that Paul was unmarried. God, we confess, first of all, that in our culture, sometimes we begin to treat someone, especially maybe once they get into like their late 20s or into their 30s, if they don't marry, that something is wrong. And God, we just want to confess from your word that that's been wrong of us to look at someone and to say that if they don't marry, then there's something wrong. God, that's an unbiblical idea. Um, and that we look at our Savior, Jesus Christ, who never married. And we look at Paul, your apostle, who spread the gospel to the furthest reaches during the first century, and he was unmarried. And so, Lord, forgive us that we have allowed ourselves to buy into cultural ideas that marriage is required for our personhood to be complete. And God, that is not the gospel. The gospel is that we are complete in Christ, that we have a, an entire identity. But at the same time, your word is so clear that marriage is a gift from you. It's something you created back in the beginning of the Bible that we see as a good gift to mankind and, and how procreation was to take place and the further expansion of, of mankind. So, Lord, neither is bad. And that's what I think we need to take as a biblical corrective today is that, God, your word is casting a beautiful image for humanity that is not the same for every person. And so, Lord, thank you for these little correctives. And Lord, we also know that your word here in verse nine, when it talks about self-control, we know that self-control is part of the fruit of your Holy Spirit so you desire for all of us to have self-control and that we understand from the rest of what Paul has written in your word is that what Paul's not saying is that if you just are kind of raging with desire, then you should get married because we know that that sort of pursuit of marriage is not your design either. Instead, what Paul says in Ephesians chapter five is husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So in marriage, we're supposed to give up our own desires and not be about gratifying ourselves, but laying down our lives for the other. So we know that because your word serves as a corrective to maybe a misunderstanding of one verse with other verses, that this verse is not communicating that we're to be unself-controlled and then get married, that that's really going to be self-sabotaging to a marriage. But instead, that Paul is acknowledging there's going to be unmarried people and there's going to be married people within the body of Christ and so, Lord, thank you for that gift. Thank you for those that are not married at First Baptist New Orleans. Father, thank you that they oftentimes are the very ones who are giving themselves more fully to caring for the body, to helping equip the saints for the work of ministry, doing teaching ministry and Bible study. So, God, thank you for the gift that they are, men and women, Father, who are devoted to you and are content, Father, in that status that you've given them as being unmarried. God, we pray for widows and widowers today in the church that where they are in their season, God, that you would be with them, continue to be with them as they grieve the loss of a spouse. But Lord, also help us to honor them and not to impose upon them that, hey, you need to maybe start looking for someone. God, forgive us for those sort of statements that can often be so callous and cold. 
but instead to allow your word to serve as the corrective to all of us. So, Father, thank you for how your word steers us, and it really forms us as your people. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us today for Praying the Word. To learn more about our church-wide Bible reading plans, visit fbno.org.